You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire, the show where we celebrate female vocalists, classic and modern, Australian and international. Someone in our own neck of the woods this week's special guest, Georgia Mulligan. How are you? Hello, I'm well. Thank you, Jeremy. We're here. Just readjusting. (laughs) Just readjusting. That's right. Mm. We've just came out of lockdown maybe sort of moving towards thinking about live music again eh hopefully that would be nice we're here today to celebrate your recent single it's called singing stripe yes Yes. how exciting is it to have that out in the world it's good it came out right at the beginning of lockdown sort of in june and uh because everything was starting to sort of shut down again at that point. It was a really weird feeling. It was like, oh, cool, like the song's finally out. Like I've done all this prep for it, you know, getting everything ready, booking a gig, getting the band ready, getting all the photos and video done and all that stuff. And then it's like out, bam, and then it's like, okay, everything's cancelled. But the song still did well, like, you know, on the internet and stuff. People still listen to it, but it feels like, it's still close to the start of the release because I haven't played a show for it yet. So, yeah, it's weird. Got a weird relationship with that song out in the world. This is your first release since 2019's Mirror EP. I take it that, you know, the last two years have... Your music is very emotional. It's very personal. It's a little bit, I don't know, hard on the sleeve might be the wrong terminology, (laughs) but you'll, you'll, you'll take my meaning in any case. What of the world have you loaded into this new song? Mm, That's a good question, I guess, because I wrote it a couple of years ago and um, I wrote it, I guess, pre-pandemic and I got to start playing it. Yeah, I, I played it live a lot at shows, you know, with lots of people, which was a thing that I couldn't do once the song was actually done and out. So, but yeah, I recorded it in 2020. So that was done like in a different way, I guess, to the way I would have done it before. I did it at a home studio with Tim Fitz and we did it all very piecemeal um, in between things. It took months to sort of book a day here and there. So, yeah, I think 2020 was a difficult year. So there's definitely a lot more desperation in that recording, I think, than probably was even in there when I first wrote it. Like I think the performance is actually pretty like intense. (laughs) So... Yes, maybe that's maybe that's what that is. Yeah, you're not wrong. The performance is incredibly intense. And you sort of, <laughs> it is, you know, you refer to this other you figure in it um, quite a bit. Do you want to mm-hmm. elaborate on who that might be or, or you know, maybe not reveal a mystery, but, you know, you, give me a little bit of backdrop as to, you know, who the song is about or for. Yeah, it's changed because it's been a couple of years. But I think when I first wrote it, it was... I was speaking to kind of like a friend, but kind of like myself and kind of like my, you know, my figurative partner, my, like the you is like this love figure, but it's also myself, which is kind of like most of my songs are sort of both to this like object and also speaking to myself at the same time. Like it's, the perspective kind of shifts and it can shift within one 
phrase sometimes and only I know really what it means. So yeah, it, it's kind of like if you if you wish that I were different, oh wait, if you wish that I were different and I wish the same of you, I hope that someone wise would tell us what to do. <laughs> basically is, oh, would tell us the truth, sorry, is basically saying, you know, I hope that um, a friend or a trusted person would tell me if we were really going wrong. You know, I hope that, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry, it's been a while. <laughs> Um, I'm totally no, it's, lost. So, it's, it's okay. I understand, of course. I mean, it is, um, you, I guess you're talking a little bit about the nature of honesty in, in this, in this time, like, you know, if being honest with oneself, being honest with their friends around them, it's something that, you know, I think people, people grapple with as they get a little bit older, their friendships when they're in their early twenties are often just um, a little bit throw away and, and relationships change a lot once you get into your later twenties and early thirties. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think having been in the position of the advice giver a lot, it was, yeah, it was like kind of after a session of that really, you know, of like seeing, you know, some friends relationships break down and being the bystander to that and being like, well, this is probably going to happen to me soon because it has before and it will again. And so I guess that got me thinking about, yeah, you know, like the sort of ephemeral nature of all relationships, really. Well, that's how I view it anyway, which is probably just a bit wrong. But <laughs> but I guess it's the rest of the song kind of goes into from that starting point. It starts kind of living a relationship in reverse almost, like kind of being like, you know, well, right now we're happy, but like at some point we're not going to be. And already it's like you're trying to protect yourself by already feeling how you're probably going to feel when this current little orb of happiness has burst because you've been there before. And, um, yeah. Now, in the past, you've gone on to release another EP. You started with a single and gone on to release an EP. Am I wrong in guessing that this is the start of your EP release? Is there more to come? across the summer from you? I have another single that is done that I'm probably looking at early next year now to get everything ready. And then I basically spent lockdown number one writing a lot. So I've started work on what will at least be an EP. And um, I'm basically just going to see how many songs I can get done and get it out definitely next year. There's definitely something coming out next year. I don't know what it's going to look at, look like. I don't know what form it's going to take, if it's going to be an EP or what, but it's going to be a collection of songs for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, a lot of the writing, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, throughout all of your project is, is fairly insular. I know there's a lot of artists who've struggled to write because a lot of their music is about experience um, and they haven't mm. had any of that in the last two years. <laughs> You're at a unique advantage in that sense, right? Yeah, that's interesting. I guess it's it's the way that I write is all about internal experience, I guess. It's like, yeah, it's like a way of processing things, processing things that are coming up in your mind. So going into lockdown in 2020, it had been, a you know, everyone had got to that point where they just stopped and were like, whoa, I need to process everything that just happened for the last few years. But um, I'd had a big year as well. Like I'd had 
just a very tumultuous time, you know, had a total life change, like ended up, you know, single for the first time in years, like in a different house, different place, completely different circumstances. And, you know, just in this like sort of stasis space and feeling like, yeah, there's lots of material that was just coming up that needed to be thought about. And I guess that's the way that I think about things is by singing about them. So, yeah. One of the other unique touch points of your career is that uh, from what I understand, you didn't really engage a great deal with music um, in any serious sense until you were 21. How do you think, you know, coming to music quite late on, how do you think that that sort of benefited you years down the track where, where music is such an integral part of your life? I wish I could say it benefited me. I, I think, no, nah, I think it has in some ways. I think it means that you come to creating music with like a beginner's mind in a way. You, because you don't know everything that you should, you just kind of figure out your own weird ways of doing things. And it means that what you end up with is often like a little bit wrong, but that can make it a little bit interesting for other people, I guess, you know? So like, I can't, there are definite drawbacks. Like I am very uncomfortable with sort of jamming with other people because you know, I have my, I've figured out my own weird ways of doing things. So it, you know, in some ways it um, keeps you on a bit of a track and you do have to sort of try and challenge yourself to actually do things the way that other people do them. But yeah, I think, I think one of the advantages is just feeling a bit more free maybe like from other friends who have been doing it for a long time and who are trained, I think, or more trained or whatever. Um, I think that, yeah, maybe that's something that's a little bit different. You're just like, oh, I'll just have a go at this and whatever. Does that make the relationship, I guess, you have with your touring band a little bit different? What is your relationship like with them? And and do they come into the studio and record with you as well? Yeah, it, it depends. So most of the time in the past, like for the first EP, like I write all the guitar parts and the vocal parts and the structure and the words and everything. Um, the first EP, I think I'd been playing guitar for like two years, so I didn't really, I only knew a few chords, but I had the songs and I'd figured them out. And so I definitely collaborated a lot more with the musicians involved, which was really, really great. And like very, very important experiences were had in like learning how to work with people, learning how to like take suggestions and like assert myself and all of those things. So I guess over the years, I've just, I think I'm moving towards trying to take more and more control for myself. And um, like what I've done with the most recent set of songs is I was, I finally got around to actually fully demoing up the songs um, and writing most of the parts. I'm definitely not a bass player, definitely not a drummer, but I at least had something in these demos. Like I had some bits and I had, I feel like I, what I'm working towards always is just trying to back myself and trying to be like, I've painted this picture and then I bring it to the band and then we work off that picture rather than just trying to like figure out something that's not actually what I'm hearing. So yeah, I think it would be great. Like my dream would be to be able to play all the instruments and just be fully in control. But um, 
you know, the magic things happen when you let someone just go off and noodle for a while and, you know, maybe you'll like it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I think well, the music obviously develops, I guess, in the same way to draw a poor analogy to the to the you character in this recent song. Like, you know, they do develop. Um, the song was about one thing and something else now. And then when you spend time with music, it changes as well. Mm. One of the almost the sad, well, you know, look, divisive to say sad, but definitely a lot of music that's been released during pandemic time has not had that opportunity to to breathe on stage or to you know mm. to do a version of it and you go oh well that doesn't work mm. um, there hasn't there hasn't been that there's been i guess artists who haven't really had to think about the live experience so much at all as well right yeah i think that would be really hard that's actually probably what i'm finding more difficult because we're singing strap i had it kicking around for ages and had played it live and sort of felt really comfy with it in that way. When I went into the studio, it was just like laying it down, like this is how it goes and like getting the right performance. But with the songs that I'm working on at the moment that I wrote in lockdown and that have been recorded without really being played live, yeah, there's definitely this weird feeling of like, is this, you know, is this undercooked? Like, you know, like are we recording this too soon? But you just got to do it. So, yeah, I think that's it's definitely a weird feature of these times now where do you sort of you know just in a personal chronology you know and and a a little bit's got to be taken into account if you're starting a little bit later as well but the project is you know sort of five years old now in terms of releases um the first ep our blood to part 2016 yes Um, you know, for you to look back and, and, and sit down and listen to Singing Stripe now, I know you said you weren't entirely comfortable with it or whatever, but just as someone passionate about songwriting, um, where do you think you're at um, on that journey? Um, you know, as a technical songwriter, but then just also as, a, as an artist who's trying to, you know, find peace through creation. Where, where are you at? Oh, man, I wish I was somewhere as profound as that question could lead you to go nah I think I I still the impulse is still the same like the thing that makes me want to write the song is the same like it's like an uncontrollable impulse it's like something has to come out but I think I am definitely have developed more discipline I don't think I am disciplined but I've developed more because I had none so and like discipline in terms of just sitting with the discomfort of a song that's not finished or working a little bit, just giving it a little bit more of a chance before chucking in the bin. And I think, yeah, I think I write, no, no, I think I'm writing with different, like weird, I'm gravitating towards some more like weird chord combinations and slightly stranger with my structures, I guess, because when I first started writing, it was kind of like, you just you, t- you tend to sort of reproduce what you've heard a lot. And, um, yeah, I hope that the new songs will, yeah, have a bit more weirdness in them. I think they're all, actually, they're all pretty weird, aren't they? <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> but, yeah. I guess I the, the, the other part, uh, you know, just as a preface for those listening, you did have a bit of a, a breakthrough as well 
uh, was it 2016 you won some sort of prize with uh, the National Youth Broadcaster and that led oh yes <laughs> that led to um, getting to tour alongside a bunch of other you know much bigger names in Australian music spending time alongside those guys as well would have assisted both creatively but also your confidence in your creativity as well right look you'd think so but you know (laughs) (laughs) when you have low self-esteem uh you know anything can feel that way no it it actually was it has been i have had some actually pretty crazy opportunities for you know my lowly self really like getting to play yeah the unearthed the triple jam thing was um like getting to open fairgrounds and I just, you know, I got to like, even though we played first, we were still backstage, you know, I was still standing next to Aldous Harding in the line for the toilet. That was pretty cool. I couldn't make eye contact with her because, you know, I was just too in awe. But like things like that are pretty amazing. And then I guess like, yeah, getting to like play as part of Julia Jacklin's band over the last couple of years on and off has been incredible as well and she's definitely very inspiring as a friend and as a musician to watch her working and to see that um you know you can talk about writing and inspiration and all this stuff but really it's a lot of it is just having a work work ethic and um yeah I found that very inspiring as well yeah you're absolutely right it is interesting to see that because of course you know, a lot of artists, you know, they, they, they get desperate at the start and then they have a little bit of luck and then, you know, the, the, let's, let's say the riders backstage provide too much temptation and, and, and the career doesn't keep kicking. It is just about hard work. It is absolutely just about hard work. Georgia, thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. You know, I know there isn't anything official, but is there any sort of temptation, any sort of suggestion of some live shows coming up that you mm-hmm. might be able to suggest what's the word yes <laughs> please yes i have i have confirmed now actually that i'm going to be playing on the 30th of october at the factory theater which it's called the halloween hoedown and it's a country western halloween themed inner west bands extravaganza it's going to be mostly outdoors i think which is cool so you can stand up and drink a beer and it's going to be like with Babitha and Morrisons and lots of cool country bands. And for some reason, I'll be there too. I'm also going to play at the end of November in Newtown at the Marley Bar. So, yeah, that should be cool. I'm nervous where, already. Where would I go if I wanted to find out more about your project and those gigs? Because I'm keen on checking out that, um, that country music thing. Cool. It's on my Instagram. I just I have a link tree situation that I should be more diligent about updating. But I'm pretty sure that one at least is on. So yeah. So good. Yes. So um do check out Georgia at it's called the Halloween Hoedown. It's at the Factory Theatre. You'll be able to get tickets online, obviously through the factory website, all of the standard channels. It does look like a lot of fun. I've been talking this week about the fact that there hasn't i mean there's been a little bit but i haven't really seen a lot of good live music stuff coming out i feel like people were just all a little bit tentative over the last week so it's really good to see this stuff coming up i believe as our overlord would say that they will still be allowed vertical consumption at that particular <laughs> um, which sounds correct. like a lot of fun 
to take us out, would you like to give me an introduction to your new single, please? Sure. Hi, this is Georgia Mulligan, and this is my new single. It's called Singing Stripe. That's perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time tonight. Um, it's been awesome. And yeah, hopefully I do get...